1: Of the country would be to have classified.
2: Don't you love an extra $100 in your pocket? Have a TurboTax expert file your taxes for you by March 31st to get $100 back instantly. Because no matter what moves you made last year, TurboTax makes them count. That means getting $100 back and 100% accurate taxes only from Intuit TurboTax. Must file by 331. Credit only applicable to federal filing fees with TurboTax Full Service. Offer can be modified or terminated at any time.
0: Every fan knows the right player in the right position can be a game changer. Put LifeLock between your identity and identity thieves to monitor and alert you to threats you could miss. Plus, with a US based restoration specialist on your team, you won't have to face drained accounts, fraudulent loans, or other losses from identity theft alone all backed by the LifeLock Million Dollar Protection Package. Change the game on identity theft. Save up to 25% your first year at LifeLock.com slash aware.
3: If you own a vehicle with less than 200,000 miles and have an auto warranty about to expire or no warranty coverage at all, listen up.
1: of powers and that would happen if ministers are not coming for parliament and I'm longing to see that happen.
5: I want to read a few of your messages coming through right now. Um, uh, Evans, perhaps this hung parliament will better serve Ghana. Uh, parliament has been one big failure and Ghanaians are gradually waking up. Charles in Ligon sent us that one. Another one says, with current uh, composition of the 8th parliament, we the electorate are sending a signal to the two major parties that we are tired of them having their way. We want the minority to stop walking out of the parliament and the majority having his way. But There's nothing like minority and majority in the way. I'll ask you what it will be shortly. Uh, they should stay in the house and work. Evans, if people go independent, the delegates will sit up and choose the person the constituency wants and not who the delegates decide to choose. Skets and blouse actually worked. The MPs campaigned pounding fufu, <laughs> washing ladies' hair and <laughs> stepping into gutters to work oh, with the people to impress. It. But when they win, you don't see them until another election year. So we voted to reject old faces that do that. Uh, Kojo says, I wanted Boniface out and Francis Xavier in because he was hungrier for the job. Boniface didn't care about losing. Mm-hmm. He thinks he quote never goes into a position. That's interesting. Uh, Philip in not Legon says Evans. Why do you conclude there will be no clear majority or minority in the parliament when mm-hmm. the parliamentary election results of Tichiman South is also and uh, I, I get it. Asika is as still being contested. Of course. I mean, as I said, caveat. Mm-hmm. All these things we wait to happen. But as it stands now, yeah. that is what we have. Okay. So those are my views. Let me end. Let me end with the, my on the minority on, the, on this. Minority. So it's no. going to be
1: called um what is you know, us in the UK, for instance, yep. where we borrowed all these uh, parliamentary practices. Mm-hmm. So, opposition and government, instead of that's minority it. and majority. So,
5: the opposition in parliament? The opposition in
1: opposition parliament. Opposition and government. That's and it. government. And you, don't have, you don't have but a minority. Because you, you, you
5: can't... So, we say the opposition, do we have to qualify with the government? No, no. no, no you don't. Just say the government. Yeah. Because in parliament. one but is, yes, government, say, and one is
1: government, one is opposition, that's okay. what it is. But the standing order has, has that got a line it? Eh? Interestingly... In the UK, with their unorthodox or unwritten constitution, they have made provisions for that. But for this, them. our Ghana, so based end. based on their history from 1940 yeah, but we don't have that in your standing orders. We don't have that in our standing. You still orders. have majority leader, so minority leader. You have majority leader, minority leader uh-huh. in the standing orders, and you can't call them same Probably leader of the opposition. Yep. Leader of, leader government, of government business.
5: Yeah, but, my, but this is this is actually a big point, right? Because standing order governs parliament.
1: No, but currently we are even um, amending the uh, standing orders. We but should we should have it passed before the, the, the eighth parliament begins. Yes, before the eighth parliament begins, we're, we're going to have a new standing order.
5: Okay, great. Yes. Thank you very much. Thank you. Fons. <laughs> We're going to come back again next week. You're in town? I'm in town. Okay, great. Because uh, today <laughs> I saw you pretty late. But I'm grateful that you joined me um, from Lejo okay. Um So um, this new MP, his notice has been sent to him.
6: Yeah, that's you you sent him that's notice. He's got good human relations as well. He's in touch with the grassroots. That's very important. One the key reasons why Dr. Kobay lost was because he wasn't in touch with the grassroots.
1: And his human relations wasn't to Aside the developmental flaws that, he that he, the flaws that he had, okay. he didn't do one more than any of them. Okay. But then, well, that's it. Benaiku, Let's see what happened in the four years. Benaikush will take a cue from that and, yeah, and I'm sure and, he'll
5: and, go far. And, and, and take notice. I'm grateful, gentlemen. We're going to come back on this conversation definitely uh, because very exciting times ahead uh, in the next four years. Uh, this has been Ghana Connect. Uh, the lads are taking over with uh, an interesting uh, uh, locker room conversation with George Adolf is Christmas without all your memorable family entertainment. Gather round, snuggle up, and make fond of memories with appliances from the world's number one TV brand. And not only that, we have everything your home needs in this year's Samsung end-of-year promotion. We'll make your Christmas entertainment come alive with satellite TV starting from as low as 899 Ghana CDs, 55-inch UHD smart TV for 3099 and a immersive QLED going for 7499 Make it a Samsung-powered Christmas with our AC starting from from 1,899 Ghana cities and so much more. We've been with you all through the year so why stop now? Walk into any Samsung showroom or authorized reseller today. Samsung, a good Christmas is no longer a wish.
7: Mm-hmm. Chale, bro, we bring your way dear? Ya be my shrunk. Say yeah. Hey, we mm-hmm. who watch a paw. drama series, baby or home, ho. baby pot se wa home. Ho. Mama, Mama na dear ne ben entertainment and rosuo. What shrimp action be at say
1: Miss Ronaldo ni messy my planet
7: Won't me and Jim fe once in same bisapi no. Now crowd a na beway. Now see ya bama ideas. Onia for DS TV D broya we watch it. Manunya shrunkasan kasa. 45 Ghana CDs si per sumi Bia and now Koto DSTV Zappa Decoder 229 Ghana CDs si per a free one month access account. Kain so se. Ubetu me a wo subscription. Reset it and now activate wo account. Na sign so wo decoder fire and pay by the points. Any e mobile agents are a bro 100. I Ghana a fanani na and now use it. My DSTV app official po DSTV. I'm a bro nya way so ankasa for a zero three And now text it 1731 DSTV It's your moment
5: He was standing there With only a few seconds left Then the bomb would go Kaboom He didn't know which wire to cut His hands were all sweating and shaking The knife was even slipping from his hand The time was going 3
1: 2 1 the best companion for your HD TV with HD Plus. Visit the nearest dealer for your HD Plus decoder and subscribe via Star879 Hash to enjoy the feelie free experience now.
0: Things are born from the smallest of thoughts. Just as your seeds and a rich soil grow to become trees that bear fruits, the Agricultural Development Bank ADB helps you sow, invest, nurture, and grow your personal and business plans by serving you with years of banking ingenuity and experience in agribusiness, corporate and commercial banking, consumer finance, e-banking, and many more through our network branches across the country, whatever the culture, whatever. Of the dream, we grow with you. Call us today on 0302 210 210 or visit www.agricbank.com. ADB, truly
5: agric and more.
8: What would you do if you have the choice to do anything in life? Build your dream house, take very good care of your family, and plan for a comfortable retirement. Plan a befitting funeral for your loved ones when they depart. How would you live if you knew there was a friend waiting to support you? On all of your
9: life's choices. You have such a friend in Glycolife Insurance. Glycolife has all the plans to meet your life's needs your child's education, your life savings, your mortgage, funerals, redundancy, and your retirement, and takes the burden off your shoulders. So go ahead and live life to the fullest today with Glycolife Insurance plans. And remember that all our policies are hedged against inflation. Talk to Glycolife on 0302 218 500. 246 Also visit our website at www.glycolife.com or any of our branches nationwide for more information. Glycolife,
8: we cushion you for life. Glycolife, we cushion you
9: and to be merry. Here on your Superstation Joy 99.7 FM, we are giving you a joyous Christmas with the Joy Christmas Hour, starting from Monday the 14th of December through to the 26th of December. Join me, Doreenando, your joy bringer, for the Joy Christmas Hour, packed with loads and loads of giveaways for the whole family, especially the children. Stay tuned in between 1.15 p.m. and 2 p.m. for the Joy Christmas Hour. Get your children and the whole family on board, as we rekindle the true essence and spirit of Christmas. Remember there's no Christmas without joy. The Joy Christmas Hour is brought to you by Golden Tulip Fier, Kids Choice Salon, Janelle Gift Shop, Starbites Wooden Food and Drinks, Dobeta Merchandise and Eurostar Limousine. It's a joyous Christmas on the Joy Christmas Hour.
0: joy 99.7 fm i love this station keep the frequency
2: clear
4: 99.7 for all your sports news in the locker room
0: joy 99.7
10: fm hello i'm lee james host of sports world on the bbc world service for the best of previews to the sporting weekend listen to george addo jr on the locker room on joy 99.7 fm Live on radio, live online, this
9: is The Locker Room on Jor 99.7 FM with George Ardu Jr.
11: Football dominates the approaching spot on weekend with so much to fix going into the busy December period. Top of the table clashes are expected in Germany, France and Italy.
12: Facing Petagulaxi and scores! Keeper went the right way but Jao Felix finds the corner. It's Atletico Madrid 1 the cross is in, and it's in! And Danny Olmo has scored for Leipzig, who have a thoroughly deserved lead,
10: five minutes into the second half of the game. Muller on the edge of the area, fainted to shoot, one two with Lewandowski, and then into the net beautifully. Thomas Muller gives Bayern the lead with just three minutes on the clock. Here come Barcelona, meanwhile, and Luis Suarez can't get on the end of it, but it's an own goal from. What a start to this quarter-final. As
1: Messi wins the ball now and goes on the outside of Fred. Messi now will shoot low. Oh! oh, Messi. Super play by Lionel
3: Messi. Bernat now sets Di Maria away down the left-hand side. Mbappe with pace in the middle. Mbappe scores right-footed in the six-yard box.
11: Paris Saint-Germain face Lille in Ligue 1. It's Bayer de Cousins versus Bayern Munich in Germany. And Lazio faced Napoli in Italy. We have a special look ahead to games on the show. In England, there's an equal spread of weighty games to come. Chelsea, Manchester City and Tottenham Hotspur will be desperate to make amends after poor performances lately. Here's the delivery which is headed
3: in by Firmino! Tottenham protest! But Firmino runs away to celebrate and he's sprinting away! And he's running to all of those Liverpool fans in the top at the other end! And he's punching the air!
0: Play through to Martial, here is Rashford oh, wow. oh what a clinical goal that is oh, wow. and Manchester United have made history they are the first in top flight history to score at least three goals in six consecutive away matches
3: Neto into the pillar, So it, he scores
11: Chelsea face Everton, Spurs play Leicester City, Manchester City and Southampton clash. We have a full preview of games to come in the English Premier League and we have a special inquisition into Kai Havertz's poor form at Chelsea so far. Also coming up. A lovely time, beautiful goal, great goal by Run over, loops the ball into the area, that's the ball, and come got to go hard. the first goal. Okay, with an opportunity! Tom O'Arma has made it two points, Aranay. Avoycha with the ball then hits a lovely cross above everybody! Ball takes the post! And the phobia the cries out loud! What a game we're seeing here! Ghana Premier League giants Asante Kotoko and Hearts of Oak are top of the needy lists ahead of the weekend's round of games. Both will be keen on results against Eleven Wonders and Dreams FC. We have the Crossport Stadium for updates on the ongoing game between Ebussian Dwarfs and Legon Cities. And we have a preview to all games to come before the Christmas period. If you'd like to send us a message, we'd love to read them via social media accounts. Joy 99.7 on Facebook, 0551 on WhatsApp and on Twitter at JoySportsGH. In boxing, we know Callum Mundo-Smith will go toe-to-toe with the great Canelo Alvarez in the biggest test of his career so far. And Beaton-Smith will defend his super middleweight titles in Texas and look to pull off a huge win against a Mexican. We have a preview and we'll be in Benin as well for the updates on the ongoing Wafu B Under-20 of Nations and the final, which involves Ghana's Under-20 national team. Time to talk about what the world is talking about in the world of sports. Hello from me, George Arde Jr. and welcome... A big welcome to you. Uh, you're live on Joy 99.7. And as you know, well, we have to start from the Ghana Premier League because there's so much to talk about uh, this evening. And I've got uh, the guys to do the job just for that. So at least I have to give you an update as well and what's happening in the Ghana Premier League in terms of the games that have been played. Hello, welcome. Hey. needs to tell me what's happening with Legon Cities. Yes, they are losing or have lost. I think they're losing to uh the Busan Dwarfs at home by two goals to nail. I told you about the Busan Dwarfs, they're a fantastic team and they're doing very, very well. There's so much to come up. It's two goals to one at the moment. They scored one goal. Okay, that's good news. Uh, oh okay, Muftao, is here, Moved give give me give me the update on that one very quickly.
6: Yeah Francis AJ scored a penalty okay. to reduce the deficit to uh two one before the. The half time But the second half
11: Is currently ongoing Okay second half currently ha- Has ongoing.
13: any team done Done a comeback In the Premier
11: League, Regina, Premier League? Uh, This season Oh, we, we had quite a number. This I think season, has. Like, I think it was
13: Dwarfs, eh? The yeah, Dwarfs do yeah. a comeback no, when no. their goalkeeper got a goal. Was it? Okay, that no, was yeah, yeah, yeah. Back. But, yeah. but they didn't
11: win yeah. that. Didn't win that game, yeah. yeah. I think yeah. Karela yeah. have have done it. So, uh, so it's uh, safe so to say
13: that. say that these days, when you are down in the first
6: <laughs> half, you're as good as losing. You're not as good as losing. You might, you might get a point. You might, you might, you might.
11: You might get the point. So hey, welcome. This is the locker room. Join at nine point seven FM, and yeah, I'm here with the guys. We're going to be having a little chat about Kumasi Asante. Because it is. You know, I was wondering whether to play the Accra Great Olympics Anthem or the kumasi Santa Kotoko Anthem. I think I'll go for the kumasi Santa Kotoko Anthem so that we can get into the discussion. But I think about Great Olympics is that you have you have to be very careful about losing to them. If you lose to them, you may be in trouble talking about the coaches. This has happened to two coaches. You know, Baritarevich has, has been, uh, he was shown the door after he lost to Great Olympics and Max Nokunelu as well. So let's talk about kumasi Santa Kotoko. Guys, join me in studio. Mustau Nabela Abdullah in his uh, multimedia. I don't know whether I should cry well, or I should not. Uh, <laughs> after hearing this, we, we, we'll be. Oh, why? This yes, is the anthem. The anthem yeah, is. The they anthem.
6: Share and then Jan
11: yeah, Shet. <laughs> then, then, <yeah. laughs> Hans Smith's. <laughs> Anders Hans- here as well. Hans, how are you doing? Yeah, I'm good, George. Yeah, Hans- yeah. I, li- I like that song. You like that song, <laughs> yeah? Especially the Phantom from. I you, know. <laughs> <laughs> you
13: can hear the doom, 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 Yeah, 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 yeah.
11: Hans yeah. Hans is here. He's got two jobs to do. Uh, he will talk about boxing shortly uh, when we talk about uh, Canelo Alvarez up against Smith. That's a big one. And then, now, we have to talk about Kumasiya Santa Cruz Corp. Uh, is our Kumasiya Santa Cruz representative, you know, here at Joy Sports. <laughs> no. So so you will give us Cotico, the information. God
6: might go to court if you, if you say, <laughs> <might> say that.
11: <laughs> but uh, so we 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 had news um just about when we ended our, our meeting or yes. before it. Or yeah, yeah that Comercia Santa got parted away with Max Okunedu. I need you to tell us, Moktao, what went into the thinking because some, some have said that rather old timing uh, with the club getting ready for important assignments, Ghana Premier League assignments, and of course, the CAF Champions League assignment. So, give us a background. By now, you're speaking to everyone who uh, was involved in taking this decision. So, <laughs> myself, tell us, what exactly uh, was the thinking of Asante uh, Koroko in taking the decision to sack Max Okonedu? First of all, I... I'd like to put on record that Maxwell was fired last week.
6: Mm. Um, oh, I not see. yes, he was I fired see. last week. Not, okay, not just it happened in the spirit before yeah, yeah, it manifested yeah, yeah, yeah. in fiscal. but physical. the interesting okay. thing is that right. I, I don't know if I have permission to put this on record, but uh, when when I was told that he has been fired and I spoke to him, he was reluctant to accept that he has been fired. Mm-hmm. But I told him, Max, uh, you've you've lost your job, yeah. and um, but he said no. Yeah, um, the way he's working with a the team. There's no way they, they, they were going to him. fire him. <laughs> and then, uh, just after they lost to the Great Olympics, they met him. They woke him up around 12 a.m. to have a discussion with him. That ended around 2 a.m. Mm-hmm. That was where they came to an agreement that yes, Maxwell, we do not want to continue. Um, the key reasoning behind the management's decision to sack Maxwell was that they felt that the team is struggling to improve. Um, they felt that the first five matches should have given them an idea about the quality of their team. But unfortunately, after those five matches, management feel that the team is not improving. And uh, yesterday, after that defeat to uh, Great Olympics, uh, I was made to understand that the 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 PA, that's a mm. personal ass- assistant of the chief executive officer, yeah. was on the phone a couple of times speaking to so many people, including fans who are regular to the training grounds of, of, of the club. To have an idea about some of the things that happened at training sessions and all that, because many had said that the players were indisciplined and their attitude towards games was not the best. Yeah. And that um, they needed them to give them an idea about what happens at the training grounds and even sought their opinion on whether they should keep Maxwell or fire him. Mm. Meanwhile, the second letter was. Was, was already. Was with Emmanuel das- oh, <laughs> Was ready, okay. Okay. <laughs> yes, so. So basically for what? Non performance? Yeah, basically for non performance. Um, they think that uh, many have argued that they brought in so many new players, mm. but the argument put out there is that if you look at the quarter court setup, yeah. most of the players were already there. Mm. Christopher Nete was there. Mm. Then you had Kwame Baah, who was already a member of the team. Mm. Abdul Ganiu and uh, um, Habib Mohamed mm. were already part of the team. I- Ibrahim Imuru mm. was there. Apart from some of the new players like Keke, who is a regular and all you, that, course. most yes, of the players right there. were already in there. So they feel that since the team is not improving, they, they, they need to get rid of Maxwell Connolly. But one thing they forgot to do was, I think, my personal opinion, they yeah. have such the opinions of, of, of the players because after asking Maxwell to drop his working tools, they held a meeting with the players, and the players, I'm quoting this. Yeah told them that even if you bring Pep Guardiola without giving us what is due us you will not
11: win matches. Okay, so there are more problems than what it is. It's good that we have established it's, that it's at least just, for now.
6: It's just not just technical
11: okay, but there, at the there are meeting, deeper issues. the
6: players told the management, mm. even if you bring Pep Guardiola mm. without giving us what is due us, mm. that is the monies you owe
11: us you know, win matches. You know, win matches. Uh, Hans, let's deal with what the, the what the reason is. At least we have heard from the communications director, and all of that points to the fact that there's there was a big issue of non-performance. Uh, is it, was it too early to talk about non-performance for uh, Maxwell Kunedu looking at well where, where this has come from?
13: Too early, yes. Um, that's despite my own opinion about Maxwell Kunedu's yeah. job that I've I've monitored over the years. But mm-hmm. I still think that five games into the new season. You start a manager for non-performance, I think it's is a bit too early. Mm. Not notwithstanding, it's typical of Kumasi Santi Kotoko. I mean at the start of every season you yeah. expect one of these Kung Fu decisions to pop up. <laughs> <laughs> you just don't know how they come by some of these decisions. Uh-huh. And so that's how I label it. Now always. we have a
6: different management actually.
13: do I mean, but you see, the thing about Kotoko is this the management and by extension the board hype up the expectations of the fans to an extent, to levels where at some point in the season, somebody has got to pay the price I said it right from the very first day Nane Akunedi gets appointed your pardon, gets appointed and in one of his first remarks or address to the club, he's already promising the, the CAF Champions League and, and I'm sitting there wondering is he out of touch with reality? When your in your first address to the club you are talking about the Calf Champions League the minimum the fans are going to, to expect is one, very good football two, the Premier League title they may forgive you for not winning the Calf Champions League but if the football is not good if you don't win the domestic trophies they will not forgive you because you see you 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 told them you're going to give them um sandwich mm-hmm. okay and then you end up delivering maybe just bread mm. take it like that and probably drink water mm. by promise sandwich you're not even able to deliver bread the, 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 the fans, <laughs> they won't forgive but you
11: but but, 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 but i just but established that there was pressure from fans no,
13: see, yeah, I know social media, yes, but I, I do there, there, there wasn't pressure from fans necessarily. Yes.
11: Uh-huh.
13: But the management themselves had heightened expectations okay. to a point where if they weren't delivering yeah, and not, not just a technical team, the team wasn't performing, yeah. somebody had to pay the price for the fans to see that, well,
11: something's happening.
13: Something is happening because we promise you this is not happening. And so we are ensure, we're making moves to ensure that what we promise you is happening. But mm. the players are right. Mm. You can bring Pep Guardiola to Asante Kotoko. It will be the same thing. Mm what has happened is that instead of management taking responsibility and saying that look what we promised before the start of the season is unrealistic mm. somebody's having to pay the price because see five games into the season mm. I don't I don't I'm, yeah, lost I, I'm not a fan me. of Maxwell I'm not a fan of Maxwell Kuneidu by any stretch but I still think that five games into the season it doesn't make sense at all. look Otunfo met the board and made it clear to them Build from the scratch. Yes, I understand. Whenever of you're supposed to sign players from, from the west of Utumi. Yeah, build with the players that you had currently. Build a youth side for the team, a strong youth side that will become a feeder to the club. Build the infrastructure of the club. We're all here thinking, Well, I we're not going to sign players, and so they were good to go. Suddenly, players are leaving left, right, center, and players are coming in hmm. from everywhere that you can find. Let, let, let me, let, <laughs> and, and this is where the club finds Mm itself. for me I think the failure is on the part of management not the technical team they've only used Maxwell Kunodu as a scapegoat for their own failures
11: Mm. there are are there any problems in there before we look at um, what you you have found out you know in the background why players are not performing I think it's easy for us to say that okay yeah uh, these are quality players They're, they're supposed to be doing better is this something impeding their performance? Are they not happy, and they are just see, willingly? You see, 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 there's one interesting. Don't thing. want to play willingly. There,
6: there's just one interesting thing that if you bring in so many players at a time, they will need time to settle. Hmm. Um, it's fundamental. Just yesterday, um, twelve one two a.m. when Maxwell was asked to convince them why they they shouldn't hand the sack letter to him. Um, he was not able to convince them because some of the reasons he gave to them they felt were funny. Um, especially the one he said that the players needed time to settle and all that. Mm. They thought that with the quality of the players in his possession, they it, it should be able to get them quick and running to provide results for the team. But um you would not need not to forget that if you look at their the quarter-cost setup, when they, when they qualify to the next stage of the competition, they are demanding for bonuses um, what this management have told them is that we we'll only pay bonuses when you qualify to the next stage of the competition that is to the group stages then there's a conversation of with beaten Lagoon cities you are here to give us our winning bonuses there's a conversation of signing on fees you say you've scrapped signing on fees uh, so you're not going to give us signing on fees but uh, some of us are still owed those signing on fees mm. but the unfortunate thing is that um that's some of the information that are extremely privileged, but if you go into the books of Kumasi Asanti Kotoko, it clearly made no sense that they were signing players from Division 2 and Division 3 th- uh, size for 180,000, 200,000 Ghana cities. Um, one player, for instance, Christopher Netti, they had to cough up 30 th- uh, thirty-five thousand dollars to pay the money recently, uh, because this was a player sign. And, and they said they are still not motivated.
11: Are, are you pampering these players in right? if, if they are not over, performing, they are not, they are not performing. It's, it's or, or not
6: or but, but the point is that
11: the old guys who
6: are in there have made it clear to management that the new players you've brought in, some of them are, take, are taken twice, three times our salary. Mm, not good enough. That is not good enough. But the clever thing is that these players must also understand that it is your negotiation power. Mm. you bring in players who are earning 6,000, 7,000 Ghana cities. You have old guys in there who are taking 2500, 3,000 Ghana cities. Mm. And they feel that this is not good enough. So the thinking is that you are taking 7,000, go and play. You are mm. taking 7,000, 8,000, 9,000, go and play. Mm. Some have been paid in dollars. And like I, like I mentioned, the bigger issue has to do with monetary thing. That is why they told the management that even if you bring Pep Guadula, there is also a second session for you, will
11: not get until you make those payments to ask. See, we'll have to round this up very quickly. Yeah. But Hans, let me come to you. So now it means that rather than look for a new coach, are we coming to you on who is likely to get the job? Uh, management will have to look within. There has to be a soul searching exercise. They have to uh, look at this rit- no, retrospectively. But,
13: but if, when you consider all of us anti problem problem and mass, it's management. It, it's always a, it's management, a management issue. And board you understand me look first of all what Muftar is, is describing mm. is just a wage structure that is problematic mm. <laughs> because it has to it has to make sense mm. what is the wage cap at I'm not sure they even have a wage cap mm. you understand it's like that no players and beyond this and no players and below this mm. you understand
6: secondly the, only, below, the below they've put the below but but, but the, the above, above is the above I'm not okay. aware secondly you're told.
13: You see, the question you're asking. Yeah. What is Asante Koroko's direction? Look, in the short term, in the medium term, in the long term, what do they want to achieve?
11: Want no, to win trophies? Do they want to build the team? Do they want? To... I mean, I, I it's think not clear.
13: I've been. To... Look, Asante Koroko gives me headache. say they want to win a I just I can't make sense of. I
6: mean, look, Asante wants to win everything. You want to win everything.
13: But let me make the point. You see. Wanda Neon Bonza stood on that podium and promised the Champions League.
11: How it's gradual, you... maybe it's three years or... No, not graduated. three years. It's if Kanako wants years. to win
13: the Champions League, it's a ten-year project, okay. George. And Muftao knows. It's a ten-year mm-hmm. project. First of all, they need to take a look at their recruitment. Mm-hmm. There is everything wrong about the way our recruits recruit players. And Muftao knows. There is everything wrong about it. Mm. (laughs) Why are you referring to me? (laughs) Look, they sit there and think that they get the the best players in this country. Let no club in the Ghana Premier League deceive themselves. The best players in Ghana don't play in the Ghana Premier League. They don't end up in the Ghana Premier League. Mm. That's 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 the truth. And so they need a rethink in terms of how they recruit players. Go to the academies. Get the prospect. Get the the good players that have ended up in the Ghanaian academies. And they are shipping them out of this country. You see them. There is one at Ajax. Mm. He didn't play for a Ghanaian Premier League club. Our best players no longer play in the Ghana Premier League. So, So Kotoko need to to take a look at their recruitment policy. First of all, Mm. if they want to win the Champions League. And they have one in their round. Look at Muda How old is he? Mm. About 23 23, years. Young, very, very good. Give him four, five, six years of consistency around the San Surround him with players of a similar age. You are there chasing...
6: I don't even <laughs> want to I, mention
13: I it. Think and and, and you, think you think that you are going th- to win th-
11: a th- championship. There's more going to come that. on there, but Mokta, see, I wanted no, to touch on the, on the coach's yeah, situation as well. I'll, I'll the touch match. there, but I yeah. just want him
6: to understand one thing. Um, the conversation that ensued between Manchia and the leadership of Kotoko mm. is that we don't need any, any local trophy. Our desire is to win the
11: C-Calf Champions championship. That's what they have to do.
6: And this one is coming from the, uh, the wise man himself. Mm. Did they established timelines.
11: What they need is trophy whenever. from Africa, whenever, when? whenever. Okay, whenever. You he Hans, Hans you see, That's what <laughs> I don't have too much time, so um, I will catch a shot there. But yes. I wanted to go to the likely candidates. We've uh, heard a lot. Mm-hmm. Yes. Um, that, mm-hmm. that, do, you, that, that, do you know the guy already? <laughs> Who's coming a, in? A lot of consuming. is he flying <laughs> see, or is, he, <laughs> is he, <laughs> the,
6: interesting, the interesting thing is that, um, yeah. in as much as some people have denied that. Um, um, they already have someone who is already in the country but others have also hinted that yes even the players hmm. even some of the players are made to understand that they they have a coach already in town hmm. who is who is likely to step in anytime soon do you have an they idea just, of the name mm, no, no no but the guy is in yeah but the guy is yeah. in the country so he's, he's <laughs> <gone>. but which <laughs> uh, <Yeah>. excuse us <laughs> <laughs> excuse okay, <laughs> so. but, but luckily luckily yes, I, yes. there are so many coaches uh, who can do oh, the, who, the job who can do the job On i the think I think someone like Ibrahim Tanko would be okay. a, a perfect man. Mm-hmm. Um, he has very good relationship with um, the board. I don't know that of management, but mm-hmm. I think that um, he'll be a great man if they decide to give him an opportunity. Uh, when Leguan Le- Le City contacted him, Foot contacted him,
5: mm-hmm.
6: as to why all those deals did not go through, that I cannot clearly tell. Uh, but uh, what I do know is that he'll be available to do a good job I was also thinking crazily. What about a second stint for David Duncan, your friend
11: <laughs> Hans? <laughs> I, I think, guys, guys, you know what? We're going to, we're going do, to leave that. that. We're going to leave that. There the, are the more discussions to come on this. Call, but what about Walker? On Hold on, please. please, on the lighter side. <laughs> the size of his trailer alone <laughs> will, will solve all the pro- right. political right. problems. <laughs> I have to say thank you to Mufthal. Uh, Hans will stay with me for a bit, but let me just do this. Tomorrow we've got more discussions coming up. You want to join us on the sports review at seven a.m. Uh, we talk. In in death, and then also on Sports Link, we're going to be there. Let me just tell you uh, what is this still 2 1 between Legion Cities and uh, Busan Drops, with Drops leading that game. Uh, we'll just get that confirmation for you. We've also got other games coming up. Uh, the weekend can final up against Accra Hearts of Oak. Yeah, <laughs> uh, we've got uh, Elmina Sharks up against Inter Allies. Elmina Sharks up against Allies, that's another. Uh, uh, one that we're going to be looking for. We've got some special games and uh, yeah, we'll see how it goes. There's Great Olympics up against Wafa, Midyama FC up against Liberty Professionals and uh, we've got 11 Wonders up against Ashanti Gold. Dreams FC will play as Sante Kotoko and there's Brooklyn Chelsea up against Adriana Stars that will be on Monday. So good stuff. Well, uh, thank you guys for being with us. Hans is here with me because we have to do boxing. Live on radio, live online, this is The Locker Room with George Addo Jr., Boxing next on the locker room and Calum Mundo Smith will go toe-to-toe with a great Canelo Alvarez this weekend in the biggest test of his career so far. And beating Smith, who beat John Ryder in his last bout in November 2019, will defend his super middleweight titles in Texas and look to pull off a huge win against the Mexican. Canelo was also last in action last November as he saw off Sergey Kovalev to become a four-weight world champion. the 30-year-old is truly one of the all-time greats having won 53 professional bouts, and he's focused on claiming more world titles. He wants to unify the super middleweight division, and that will start with a clash against Smith this weekend. So let's get some perspective now, and joining me is my colleague Hans and Oh Hans, thank you very much for your time on the show. Can you remind us then of how important this bout is for both boxers? George, this is a hugely significant fight for
13: the two boxers. Callum Smith winner of the World Boxing Super Series and, uh, you know, also holding the WBA Super Middleweight title. Canelo Alvarez needs no introduction. Um, he's won, you know, titles at even the light heavyweight division beating Sergey Kovalev. But the difference has to do with the height and reach advantage of Callum Smith. And that is why this fight... Is being called or being touted as probably the most dangerous fight that Canelo Alvarez has had to take, um, especially in recent times. Hugely significant for Callum Smith. He wins this fight, and you know, despite being able to win that World Boxing Super Series, he is not a global name. Winning this fight. Puts him right into the global picture. Gets him the the sort of superstar attention that he needs. And so that is what is at stake um, for Callum Smith. Of course, you know, the titles to go with it. Canelo Alvarez. He wins this one. And it's, it's about cementing a certain legacy. It's about... Um, being known for challenging himself against very, very difficult opponents. And so for him also, that is how significant he gets to retain his titles um, as well. So hugely significant for the two boxers for various reasons. But I think that for Callum Smith, he gets around this challenge and he thrusts himself straight into the global picture. The World Boxing Super Series was huge. But beating Canelo Alvarez takes him to another level of superstardom.
11: We know Canelo last November saw off Sergey Kovalev to become a four-weight world champion. Is there any way around this man and around this bout really for Smith?
13: Well, I mean, beating
11: Sergey Kovalev it was was huge. Um,
13: You're talking a light heavyweight for um, a boxer who has risen from welterweight, super welterweight, middleweight, and to go with a title that light heavyweight. That is massive. The challenge, however, is that you have to look at the the stature or the physique of Sergey Kovalev and Callum Smith. If Callum Smith, we are talking about a boxer who is very, very tall and rangy. That is the difficulty. That is the sort of challenge that Canelo Alvarez has taken upon himself. Will he be able to close the distance? Does he have a style that is able to neutralize the height and reach advantage? of Callum Smith. Sergey Kovalev, of course, is huge, but compared to Callum Smith, you know, you're talking a mountain. If you're comparing Sao Canelo Alvarez to Callum Smith, you're talking about a man mountain. He's so tall and so rangy. You have got to look at the two boxes when they phased faced off. The size disparity, that is the sort of challenge that we are talking about here.
11: Hans, where will this bout be won or lost? And... I'll be very excited if you can give us your prediction.
13: So, pretty simple and straightforward in terms of how this fight is going to be won and lost. Let me first begin with Callum Smith. For him, it's simple. Dominate from a distance, as in keep a distance between himself and Canelo Alvarez. A distance where he will be able to utilize his reach advantage, get points on the board, and win on the scorecard. Canelo Alvarez, for him, the challenge is to close the distance and be able to land meaningful punches. Where I see Canelo winning is this. He closes the distance and he's got the entire midsection of Callum Smith at his disposal. So what he does is that he's going to have to break him down, hit him in the ribs so much that it gets to a point that Callum Smith is going to have to, um, you know, start bending to protect his ribs. Now, when he bends and drops his hand to protect his ribs, The entire um, upper body, his face, is all exposed. And that is where I think that Alvarez is going to be working. I think that's going to be his game plan. Break Callum Smith down from his midsection, force him to drop his hand, and then do damage from there on. Um, For Callum Smith, I've already mentioned, maintain the distance, utilize the reach advantage. How well the two boxers execute their game plan will determine how this fight is going to be won and by extension lost. I've never had a fight that is so difficult for me to call. This is so, so difficult for me to call. Look, I know the state, the, 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 pedigree of Canelo Alvarez, but it's so difficult for me to see him going out there and winning this one. How is he going to close the distance? You know, he's got very good footweights. Um, he's also got a very good defense after losing in 2013 against Floyd Mayweather. His defense has been going from strength to strength. If he's able to meet, make Callum Smith miss, then he's got a very good chance. And I think that he's going to make him miss. Um, Daniel Jacobs was also a huge boxer. Not as huge as Callum Smith. Canelo Alvarez made him miss. And he made him pay. If I'm to call this one, I am going to call it for Saul Canelo Alvarez. I think that Um, he's got a ring IQ to be able to deliver against even an opponent of this stature I I don't see how he's going to end, I don't see how he's going to win it but I think that at the end of 12 rounds it is going to be Sao Canelo Alvarez walking away
11: with um, the victory and getting his hands raised Thank you very much, it's Hans Meza and of her time. And of course we're looking forward to that vow. It's a special one. Let's see what comes down of that one. Remember you're still on the locker room enjoy ninety nine point seven FM. We've got a special debate to come. Uh, Harena Mubarak versus Reku Ampofo. A little discussion on the Chelsea record signing, Kai Havertz. Now, who is um, causing the trouble? I mean, we have to look at it. <laughs> is Frank Lampard causing more of the trouble? Why his form has dipped so badly? Or the fact that he's not been able to get things up and running. So we'll be discussing that. One man is going for... Defending, I have it. Another scoring, you know, at the coach, Frank Lampa. That's to come shortly. Now that we have to go for the Joy Sports BBC 2 A Series. I had a great chat with the BBC John Bennett. Enjoy this, this more to come. John for your time this weekend and let's begin with the issues on the administrative side of football with a vote of 10 in favor and 10 out of favor we've seen the five subs rule rejected again in the premier league the difficulty with this rule being accepted I imagine is the complication uh, for teams with smaller squads but John why is it difficult for English clubs to take a cue from other leagues yeah, England always seems to be
10: out of step with Europe at the moment, doesn't it? And this is another example. In this case, I I kind of tend to agree that three subs is enough. I can see where Jurgen Klopp is coming from, Pep Guardiola is coming from. They feel that it will help players in terms of injuries, particularly during the festive period in the UK when it's games every two or three days. But also the clubs in the bottom half of the table, they feel it's a big advantage. If clubs with big resources, Manchester City, Liverpool, their subs bench week in, week out is world class, whereas Brighton And Sheffield United, their subs bench is not world-class. So it's a big disadvantage if the likes of Liverpool and Manchester City can bring on five quality substitutes. So I think three subs is enough,
11: and I'm happy that um, the vote didn't go through. John, on the pitch matters now. And just about time to talk about Chelsea's record signing, Kai Havertz. I know you closely monitored him at Baylor de Cousin. Why hasn't Kai hit the ground running in England? How much of the current problem is down to his manager, Frank Lampard? He's a quality player, George, and
10: he will come good eventually for Chelsea. What I'm slightly concerned about at the moment is that Frank Lampard doesn't seem to know the best place to play him. I don't feel that he has quite worked out which position is best for Kai Havertz. He's a fantastic passer of the ball, brilliant at arriving in the box at the right time, brilliant at getting in between the lines. I'm almost describing Frank Lampard. They're quite similar players, so it's surprising to me that Frank Lampard hasn't got the best out of him yet. But give him time. He has, he's had illness this year. He's moved to a new country. It's difficult to adapt, move to a new league. I think it's particularly, more, particularly difficult to move to a new country during this coronavirus pandemic when things are locked down. It must be very difficult for footballers at the moment to get used to a new country, to get settled in. So let, let's give him time because he is a wonderful player. Anyone who watched the Bundesliga over the last two or three years will tell you he is a player with a huge amount of potential and I'm sure he will come good and I'm sure he will end up being one of the best players in the Premier League. Remember Kevin De Bruyne, the way he started at Chelsea. Didn't go well for him. Eventually he had to leave, didn't he, before going back to, to, to Manchester City, returning to the Premier League. Sometimes it takes time for players to adapt.
11: Well, John, we need to talk Sheffield United. The form this season could be described our at best. A far cry from what they did last season when they gave a lot of big sides trouble. What has gone wrong? And is it time for regime change? I think it would be
10: ridiculous now for Sheffield United to sack Chris Wilder. What a job he has done. Took them up from the third division to the Premier League. So they, they got promoted from League One, from the Championship to the Premier League. Brilliant season last season. And yes, it has gone wrong this season. Yes, I do feel they'll go down. I think they've had injuries to key players in key positions, notably in their back three. I don't think they have a striker who's going to get you 15 goals. Oli McBurney hasn't happened for him this season. Rian Brewster is not the finished article. He will be a fantastic player, but at the moment he's not going to deliver you 15 goals a season. I would say, follow the example of Norwich. I went to watch Norwich last weekend. They played Blackburn. They won 2-1. Timo Pukki scored two goals. Norwich had an awful end to the season last season. Many people were saying sack Daniel Farker. Daniel Farker stayed in the job. And at the moment, Norwich, top of the championship and looking as though they're going to win promotion. So for me, Sheffield United, looks as though they're going to go down. Stick with Chris Wilder and hopefully he
11: will get you back up next season. John finally by Munich's Robert Lewandowski won the best men's player at the best FIFA football awards, beating last year's winner Lionel Messi and Cristiano Ronaldo in the process. Just how long has it taken for the world to realize how good he is? It's just so difficult for any player, isn't it, to compete with Cristiano Ronaldo
10: and Lionel Messi. And I think in any other year, it would be controversial if Messi and Ronaldo didn't win the prize. But Robert Lewandowski has been head and shoulders above everyone. In 2020, 55 goals in 47 games last season. Top scorer in the the league, the cup, the Champions League. In fact, George, in the period of time that was being voted on, he scored 20 more goals, Robert Lewandowski, than any other player in the top five leagues. So he's head and shoulders above everyone. Treble winner with Bayern Munich, and the best thing I can tell you about Robert Lewandowski, something that isn't talked about enough, is his professionalism off the pitch. Pep Guardiola, no less has called in the most professional player he has ever worked with, the way he looks after himself off the pitch, the work he does to get himself ready week in, week out for games. And when you think about the quality of player that Pep Guardiola has coached over,
11: what, the last 12 years, that is fantastic praise. Big games to come this weekend, John, in England. Everton versus Arsenal on Saturday. Thankfully for Arsenal fans, their losing streak ended during the midweek fixture against Southampton, and Aubameyang finally managed to get a goal. But let's talk about the discipline in the Arsenal team for a moment. We saw Gabriel sent off against Southampton and Granik Xhaka also received a red card against Burnley. Arsenal have already recorded three red cards this season, the most in the Premier League, and at this rate they look to break Everton's record of the most red cards for a Premier League side. What's accounting for this at the moment?
10: Yeah, you've picked out a really interesting point there about the sendings off um, George, because you can say it's bad luck, but for me it points to a discipline problem, a culture problem at Arsenal. It seemed as though Mikel Arteta by taking a stand like he did with Matteo Guendouzi for example when he was sent off it seemed as though he'd solved that problem the culture problem they won the FA Cup they beat some big teams didn't they at the end of last season but in the last few weeks we've seen the problems arrive again and the results have really suffered they're on a horrendous run of form at the moment I think it's their worst start to a season since 1974 if I'm correct just been a horrendous time for Mikel Arteta and it's interesting to see what he does over the next few weeks. Does he change his standpoint, for example, on Mesut Ozil? Does he bring him back into the fold? It's a crucial few weeks coming up for Mikel Arteta. I'm at this game this weekend against Everton. What a tough game it will be because Everton looked fantastic against Leicester City in midweek. 2-0 win, really good at the back and you struggle
11: to see where Arsenal are going to score goals at the moment. John, West Brom have appointed Sam Allardyce as the new manager. Allardyce, who has not managed since leaving Everton in 2018, takes over after the club sacked Slavin Bilic. Well, the former England boss has previously taken charge of seven clubs in the Premier League and is yet to be relegated from the top flight. Is he the man to save West Brom, who can only lie second from bottom, or has he been out too long? Yeah, He has been
10: out of the game a long time, was it? Over two years? Um, He's done it before, hasn't he? Saving clubs. Save Sunderland, save Crystal Palace after mid-season revivals. Everton went 3-4 when he took over. Uh, they are in 13th, I think he, he took them to 8th place. But there's a lot of negativity around Sam Allardyce because of the style of football he plays. And he doesn't seem to understand that. But listen, fans, I know they want to win, but they also want to be entertained and they want their clubs to have an identity and they want, for the most part, attractive football. And the West Bromwich Albion fans are not happy at all. They wanted Slavon Bilic to stay. They thought he should have been given more time. He did really well to get them into the Premier League last season. Uh, The style of football he plays is easy on the eye as well. He's been unlucky at times this season. For example, I was at the game a couple of weeks ago when they lost 5-1 to Crystal Palace. It was 1-1 and then they had a man sent off, which completely derailed their performances. It's those little things that go against you when you're down the bottom of the table. Can Sam keep them up? I have my doubts. I don't think there's enough quality in the squad, but certainly he's proved it before. And for the owners of the club, the important thing at the moment is to stay in the division. There's rumours they want to sell the club. It's a lot easier to sell a club if you're in the Premier League. So they've put sentiment completely to one side. But I do feel really sorry for the West Bromwich Albion fans because in Slaven Bilic they had a manager who they really believed in, who they really wanted to get behind and now they, they've they lost him and Sam Allardyce has come in and yes he'll win the fans over if he wins a couple of games over Christmas but still I, I think the fans feel very cut off from their football
11: club at the moment Well John let's talk the rest of the games to come then your Leicester City up against Spurs Chelsea face West Ham in a London derby that's on Monday you know that's a derby really that has had me favoured Frank Lampard Crystal Palace take on Liverpool, Southampton, Manchester City and Manchester United face leads in our commentary game on Joy 99.7 FM via the BBC Sports World. So they're good games. Let's go through the list, John. Yeah, let's run
10: through the list. Let's start with uh, Leicester City, my team. Brilliant away from home. They've won five out of six. Tottenham, excellent season despite what happened at Liverpool. Uh, They've only lost one in 12. So it's going to be a really good game this one. What's happening to your Chelsea? Defeat to Everton, defeat to Wolves. They need to pick it up against West Ham. West Ham will relish this. And of course, it's Frank Lampard's old club as well. So uh, yeah, this is a really interesting game. Sadly, no fans there though, because um, clubs in London now banned from having fans at their games due to the coronavirus pandemic. They they returned for a couple of weeks, but now the rules have changed again. Crystal Palace against Liverpool. Uh, I think the Liverpool strikers will fancy this game because Palace have failed to keep a clean sheet in any of their past 12 Premier League matches. So the front three of Mane, Salah Firmino will will fancy their chances of leading Liverpool to a ninth win of the season. Southampton against Manchester City, there have been some close games between these two teams down the years. So I think Southampton, don't fear anyone at the moment, they will be looking for an upset. Manchester City, not at their best. And Manchester United against Leeds, it's good to see this rivalry renewed. We've missed it over the last 16 years. They're fierce rivals, these two teams. And you've got Manchester United, who likes to play on the counter-attack against the Leeds team, who are great on the counter-attack, but will attack, attack, attack. And that will leave space in behind. So it's a really good clash of styles. Really looking forward to that one. I seem to say this every week, George, but there are some fantastic games this weekend. <laughs>
11: Uh, the BBC's John Bennett there. Always fun, you know, to speak to him. And we look forward to all the games to come. Very special games to come, yes. And we've got Leeds with Manchester United. That game should produce some drama. So we have that on the Joy Sports Arena for you. Gary Al Smith will be on this. It's now time to get into our little debates. Hello, Chelsea fans. Well, wherever you are, you need to join in here. We know that Kai Havertz is Chelsea's record signing. He moved in from Bayer Cousin to Chelsea. It's a fantastic player, definitely in the Bundesliga, but has not quite got the ground, you know, hit the ground running in England. We're trying to find out just what's happening. Is it much more of what the player has failed to do or what the manager has failed to do in managing this great talent? I think we're quite sure about that. So let's get into that debate now. And I've got two gentlemen joining me to do that. And they're seated very ready for this. If you are not on Facebook, you have to quickly get on there and see their lovely faces. I've got a Record Ampo. Reku, how are you doing this evening?
12: I'm doing very well, George, except yeah. the heavy traffic in town.
11: Oh, heavy traffic in town. Yes, mm-hmm. I can see. It's kept you here. You'll be here for some time. <laughs> uh, Mubarak, Harina Mubarak, how are you doing as well this uh, evening? Yeah, George.
8: Uh, every day, of course, above the ground is uh, a blessing. So I'm doing extremely well, George. Mubarak is above the ground.
11: I am just getting above the ground right now. Let's get into it. Uh, as always, our rules stay the same. Once you hear the soundtrack, it means we're getting into it. Our rules are very much the same. Uh, I'll give Uriko Ampofo an opportunity to go. Then Haruna Mubarak will reply. They'll have uh, the next rounds. And we'll see who is making sense. Uh, let me just try and explain this. Haruna Mubarak says, Kai Havertz is it? just failing to do some things right. Uriko Ampofo says, Frank Lampard, uh, she share majority or a major part of the blame why Kai Havertz has not quite come up,
8: so let me start with you, uh, and Mubarak. Why do you think Havertz is failing? Uh, George, you see, Kai Havertz, there's no doubt that he's a technically gifted player, but he has not done enough since his uh, 72 million pounds move to Chelsea. Now, the reason is that he has a low knowledge about the English game. I told you off air that Havertz is not primed for the Premier League, first of all. Look at Kai Havertz's style of play. He's someone like Mesut Ozil. Yeah, they are doing very well. They can give good passes. They make good runs, good anticipation in the 18-yard box. But they have an ounce of slowness in their play. They they are not quick enough. And the Premier League, as a player, you are not giving much time on the ball. Players are chasing down opposition. They are chasing down players to be able to tackle possession. So, for me, Kai Havertz, he should have studied about the English game more. And then, prepare himself for it but he didn't do that and for me that is why he's struggling another reason is about his physicality let's look at chelsea right back called james james is jamin he wants to build his physique in order to compete strongly in the english premier league a player like mason greenwood he's also jamin someone like Curtis jones of liverpool 19 years these players are all jimmy to build their physique car harvest is not doing that anytime he's on the ball he can he can he He's a player who can be easily uh, wrestled off the ball. Kai Harvest is not strong. And in the English Premier League, you need ah, that physicality. He I doesn't see. have that. Nobody should tell me that he's not playing his number 10 role. Kai Harvest, go to the German national team. He plays as a right winger he, or the number 10 role. He's someone who enjoys playing the roving role. Mm. And in the English Premier League under Frank Lampard, he's been given the opportunity. I think he has not taken the opportunity. Right. Uh, that's that's uh,
11: how in the boobarock. It's now time to hear from and Hanpovel. Just make your opening statements then, Rico.
12: Well, my my argument is very simple. And uh, my opening statement would make reference to Lionel Messi. I think arguably he's the greatest player to ever take a football. And even with Messi, he needs a good coach. Now let's come to the subject at hand, Kai Havertz. You look at the amount of talent that this boy has. Ended up top 20 nominees for Golden Boy. Uh, That's the under-21 best player in the world. You look at the number of teams that were after his signature last summer. The likes of Real Madrid almost intercepted that deal. And then you look at the price tag of the player. That means that Chelsea do believe that he's worth it. You know, before a player is signed, he is scouted for a while. You look at what he brings to the table and you look at the needs of the team. So, technically, Chelsea knew what they are going for. Now, you look at a player such as Kai Havertz, And he scored in 2018-2019, he scored 18 goals for Bayer Leverkusen. In the next season, he scored 18 again. And then this time, he provided three more assists than he did in the last. So he scored 18 and then had nine assists. This is a fantastic player. At his age, he's already playing a starring role in the German national team. And he's already formed a bond with Thibaut Werner. Now, if he's playing so well with Werner and the German national team and they're able to find each other, how come two players, same language, same football culture, come to the club Chelsea in England and all of a sudden things don't click? I think it's one man.
2: Don't you love an extra $100 in your pocket?
12: It's Frank Lampard. And from what John Bennett did say, you could clearly see that he's not set... And joining he's for not with in John prime position this. to bring the best out of Havertz. Right. Because I say this because we've seen him play quite a number of games. But Havertz has been deployed as a right winger. He's been deployed as a second striker. He's been deployed as a central attacking midfielder. And then he's been played as a number eight in a 433 formation. Now, this clearly destroys the trajectory of the boys' development because he's not playing in his match-favoured role. So I think that, you know, with a player who is trying to settle in a new environment, playing in different positions, requiring different, uh, you know, attributes per game, is not going to help his game and it's only going to stagnate his growth. The talent, clearly, is there for Kaya But I think that Lampard has a lot of work to do in order to bring the best out of the player.
11: A very cool and um, there so you've just got the final round uh, uh, Harinder Mubarak you've heard him say what he's got to say to you and that's Frank Lampard is just the problem
8: it cannot be Kai Havertz what's your reply in rounding up Kai Havertz is 21 years Casis hmm. Jones is 19 years <laughs> he's thriving at Liverpool <laughs> Mason Mount is 21 years he's thriving at Chelsea a player our Ghanaian player Mohamed Kudus <laughs> From Denmark <laughs> to Ajax, he did not need time to settle. He did not. Mm. Any time Mohamed Kudus steps on the pitch, he shows what he can do. Mm. He's 20 years. Kai Harvest is 21 years. Why is Kai Harvest not doing that? Why is he so inconsistent this season? 17 appearances, 4 goals, 4 assists to show. <laughs>